A house is made of wood and stone, but only love can make a home. Welcome to the Repco Light Home Improvement Show, helping you make your home into one you'll love even more. On News Radio Wood 1300 and 1069 FM. Well, good morning, everybody. Happy Saturday. Haley, happy Saturday. Happy Saturday, Dan. My family has been without power for several days in a row now. <laughs> so serious. <laughs> no, it feels like it's serious. What do you I mean? mean? Yeah, it three is days. serious. That's, that's a long time. Yeah, no baths, no deodorant. Stop. No teeth brushing. You have water. I know. Found that out on day three. <laughs> <laughs> We've got water. We had deodorant. We didn't need light for all of those things. Those Imagine things worked that. without light. Now, we knew all that. We survived. We didn't have very much food in the house in the first place. So that was good, right? Sure. Silver linings. Silver linings. (laughs) Nothing went bad in the fridge. The things that were on the cusp of going bad, we just just sat down one night and ate them all. A couple kids crabbed about having to spoon down big dollops of sour cream, but I said, that's how it works. So disgusting. Another dollop. Keep eating. We don't want to throw any of this stuff away. So gross. Yeah. Turns out you can develop lactose intolerance by <laughs> really overdoing it. Drinking coffee cream Is that or what straight. To you? Yeah. And then eating sour cream. Maybe that's straight. why you're lactose intolerant now. I don't know. It really can mess with you. But we survived. That's the important thing. And I did learn a very important lesson. And it's about a lot of things. But one of the lessons that I learned, it wasn't a singular lesson, Haley. Okay, it was you learned a, week a lot of lessons. Yeah. Yes. But one of them, my favorite lesson is get candles in your home that are unscented. Yeah. It sounds ridiculous, but when you break out, you know, the only light you've got and and what what it is is something that smells like an apple pie right next to something that smells like pine cones, right next to something that smells like who knows what. Those smells mix. Yeah. And they don't play nice. And they it's don't, pretty intense. Yeah, they don't ask questions and they don't take prisoners. They will mess with you. It sounds so, like an instant headache, honestly. It, it was really bad. We were all crabby and tense. We could see, but that's about all we had going for us. <laughs> we needed unscented candles. Get unscented candles. Keep the smelly ones for whatever you need them for, but at least have some backup unscented smelly ones. Smelly ones. Right? Yeah. I think that's good advice. It is good advice. You're going to thank me when this happens to you later. I probably won't. Okay. Well, anyway, (laughs) moving on. On the show, we've got lots of stuff. We're going to announce all the winners of our big contest and then launch the next stage of the contest where those winners can compete. For a grand prize that's even bigger. And there's still stuff for other people to win, too. Yeah, everyone's a winner. Everybody's a winner. That's all coming up. We'll also be on the phone with Lauren Figueroa, interior designer, talking about decorating with vintage finds and how to find them. One of my favorite topics. Yeah, that's going to be fun. Right now, let's talk about water heaters. A very interesting dilemma occurred to Peter. Probably your favorite topic, It is one of my... I love (laughs) water heaters. Don't know why, but it's one of my favorite topics. I pitch water heater topics to you all the time. Dan, haven't we covered it? But have we covered it well enough? (laughs) Couldn't we do it better? Don't know what my fascination is. But I stumbled into a new one, something that I didn't know, and I want to share it with everybody because chances are you don't know it either, and you probably have this on your water heater in your homes right now. So Peter Ogle from RepcoLite, he's been on the show. He runs our online chat. He works at Lakewood sometimes. Yeah. So he calls us the other day. He's working on his basement. He's ground the concrete down so he can put a new coating on the floor. He had carpet down there or something, had to get all the glue off. Right. And then he, you know, so he used our on-floor machine 
it takes all the dust and stuff and, and sucks it out with a special vacuum that right. we rent out with the machine. Exactly. So dust-free, really cool. Super cool. Well, Peter had to do the steps as well. He had concrete steps. He yeah. can't put the machine on the steps. This not part's successfully. Not so cool. So he had to use an angle <laughs> grinder and created a ton of dust. Right. There's no way to attach a vacuum to that kind of machine. So or yeah, if there he's is, Peter luck. chose not to. <laughs> and so he filled his whole house up with dust. That's important. All right. So once he gets that all cleaned up, he puts this epoxy on the floor. Two part mm-hmm. epoxy, really high end coating. And it really has a lot of benefits, but one of the negatives is the stink. It's really smelly. A lot of fumes. Yeah. And so he also fills his house up with that. So I'm sure Peter was a big hit <laughs> with his wife over it's the course dusty, of this week. Now it stinks. Yeah. yeah. But eventually, all of that's done. The smell starts to dissipate. Floors are beautiful. Floors are beautiful. Peter, Peter goes to take a shower, right? Because yeah. he's earned it. Right. And his wife has requested that he please take a shower. So Peter goes... And takes a shower and notices that the hot water isn't quite as hot as perhaps he might like it. I don't hmm. know. I'm just guessing. Sure. Anyway, he gets out. His wife goes, takes a shower. Now the hot water's all gone. So she probably, Now she's probably even madder. Right, right. House stinks. There's dust. And, and you used up gone. all the hot water. Right. We know how this goes. Yeah. Anyway, it turns out it's not Peter's fault. The hot water heater, which is brand new. It's a gas power or water heater. Mm-hmm. It's been, I think he said it's a two-year-old unit. Oh, wow, yeah. And it's not working anymore. So he starts troubleshooting. Turns out the problem is a sensor on the hot water heater, and I didn't know they even came with that. Right, well, it kind of makes sense. It's a gas-powered water heater, Mm -hmm. and they've got fume sensors, so it'll shut everything off if it detects like a natural gas in the air or certain flammable fumes, essentially. Right, it's a flammable vapor sensor Starting in 2003, I think right. it's a safety measure that anything newer than that should have these on them. And it's especially sensitive to natural gas odors. It'll react to mineral spirits and other paint fumes, gasoline, opened engine oil cans. But also dust. Also dust can trigger it, you know, things like that. So just cleaning up a dusty, you know, like a, a shop type sure. basement setting. Lots yeah. of sawdust potentially could trigger this sensor. And what it does is it shuts down the water heater and it turns off the pilot light. And the problem is it's not just as easy as turning the pilot light back on. Right. You actually have to reset the sensor. Right. And it's like mission impossible. You've got like a certain amount of time to like do a number of actions in sequence. Yeah, it sounds ridiculous, but that's really what it is. Depending on the gas valve that you've got, there's any number of different ways that you've got to go. Mashing little buttons back and forth, (laughs) spinning dials, and you've got 30 seconds or something to do it in. We'll put a video in the show notes if you want to check that out and just be aware right. of it's how that works. It's good to know. It can be reset. That's the good thing. Uh, the bad thing is sometimes these things do get fried by the fumes or whatever. And in Peter's instance, that was the case. The dust from the concrete grinding mm-hmm. combined with the fumes from the floor painting really caused a problem that he yeah. had to get a new sensor and get that put in place. And the thing is, once he puts it back in, it's a relatively easy fix the problem is, when can he put it in? You know, he's got to make oh, sure the fumes sure. are out of the air and right. all of that. And anyway, long story short, Peter was out of hot water. We wanted to make you aware of it. And as we dug into it, because we didn't know about these things, we found a few interesting things that if you're storing paint by your hot water heater just in boxes or on the shelf, 
fumes Enough, from the paint exactly. could trigger this. So move the paint away. Engine oil, you know, if you happen to have any of that in the basement for some reason. A cat litter box. A cat litter box even could potentially yeah, trigger I wouldn't this. have thought of that, but the mm. dust probably from the litter and then maybe the ammonia. I yeah. don't know. I don't know either. But if you are doing work in the home, like you're refinishing hardwood floors, doing painting, stuff like that with oil-based products, be aware Shut the hot water heater off. Right. One other thing to consider is if you're going to be doing a basement floor like Peter, go to a water-based paint. Benjamin Moore has right. floor and patio. That'll work great down there. Hold up really well. Replicate has water-based floor products as yeah. well. So there's definitely less stinky options yeah, Definitely now. less stinky options. Something to check out. FV sensors, flammable vapor sensors on your water heater. Just wanted to make you aware. Now you know more than other people know. <laughs> Now, we're going to take a break. When we're back, we'll be in the studio talking to Lauren Figueroa about decorating with vintage vintage furniture. Yeah. Yeah, that's all just ahead. Stay tuned. Helping you turn your house into your dream home. This is the Repco Light Home Improvement Show, presented by Benjamin Moore on News Radio Wood 1300 and 1069 FM. And we're back, and Haley and I are on the phone with Lauren Figueroa, interior designer. Out of where, Lauren? Where are you based? We are based in Clarkston, Michigan, and we work with clients all over West and Southeast Michigan. All right. Well, thanks for talking with us on the phone today. You bet. And we want to talk about something that's, well, the last couple times you've been on, we've talked about budget-friendly things, and that's (laughs) near and dear to my heart. Absolutely love saving money. And the other side of this that's really interesting is we want to talk about designing with, you know, used furniture, vintage, vintage decor, antique, all yeah. of that. And Haley and I have, you know, we've kind of skimmed over this idea multiple times on yes. the show because we both have found all kinds of places that we can find really good prices on stuff. It's very interesting stuff. It's all very old, very vintage. <laughs> and you've got an article coming out in the Grand Rapids magazine about this very idea. And so we want to just talk about that and basically we'll let you run with it. Awesome. Yeah. So uh, the inspiration for this article came from um, the fact that currently, as we all know, supply chains for furnishings and decor pieces are so backed up. I have clients order a sofa and it takes them seven months to a year to get it, which just feels ridiculous. (laughs) And um, I have always been somebody who has loved the hunt of looking for vintage and used pieces, whether online or locally or garage sales. Absolutely. And yeah, so it's been, you know, that's not the easiest thing to do for interior design clients um, just because things you know, they get snatched up really quickly. It doesn't necessarily fit into a nice clean box of a process. Mm -hmm. But um, I was like, well, this is what I do for myself. How about I share a little bit about that with uh, the audience? Yeah, I like that. And I guess it makes sense because I was trying to picture this process as an interior designer sourcing these pieces for clients. And I can imagine that would take I mean, it would be faster than waiting on supply chain, but it would take some time, I'm sure, because you've still got to find that right thing, and there's no guarantees with used stuff. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes they're snatched up in, like, a few minutes, or you get it, and you're like, this is not what I thought it was going to (laughs) be. But you're still able to do that with clients find these used things? I don't actually do it a whole lot for clients, but for my own home, it's something I do all the time. So walk us through that process. I mean, I know what we've done, you know, and I'm, I guess I'm just interested in what that looks like for you. Do you have some favorite places that you go? How do you get the people out of your way? 
you know, when you find something you For want. Sure. Gotta box them out, so, man. Well, I feel bad when there's a little old lady. Through in the article is just some of my top tips for finding and sourcing the used speeches. So maybe I'll kind of walk you through a couple of those. Yeah, that'd be great. Um, yeah. So my top favorite place to look for used and vintage pieces is Facebook Marketplace. Um, have either of you shopped using Facebook Marketplace before? I have quite a bit. I have not. I've looked at it, but I have not gone further <laughs> than that. <laughs> <laughs> You've browsed. Yeah. yeah. So um, a couple tips for doing that, because it can be a little overwhelming if you just type in like sofa and then you're like, oh, there's a million things here. I don't even know where these are. Um, so the first thing that you have to do is you have to narrow down your search radius to your local area. So typically what I'll do is do maybe like um, 10 to 15 miles max. Um, and then the other really important thing is that you have to change your search options from shipping and local, which is the default, to just local listings only. Yes. Um, and that'll really narrow down your search. Um, and it'll be sure to only show you things that would be easy to go and see and pick up quickly. That's key because the other one gives you so many ads too. Like it's mostly mm -hmm. listings for, yeah, it's just paid placement at that point. Yeah, I'm kind of a moron, I guess, with this because I didn't, <laughs> I didn't even know I could do some of those things. And yeah, the, the times I checked it out, it was just, it was too much yeah. and too far away. And no, and then I wasn't, a lot. I wasn't big on the, okay, now I have to actually communicate with somebody and find out, oh, is this still interesting. available? That's the part. Yeah. I'm not yeah, big that on, makes sense. on that. So, but that's part of it, right? <laughs> you got to find out if it's still there. You can't just well, show up. Well, you message up. them yeah. and that's very easy. I know. I know. Everyone's nice, Dan. I, well, I'm... <laughs> <laughs> People I've might had never very find me again. Experiences only, so. <laughs> so you found all kinds of stuff. I know you can find almost anything there. Yes, yeah, for sure. And you can actually find if you're not into used items, you can actually find a lot of new stuff on there too. Like I re recently purchased um, a bed frame for our guest room that was actually brand new in the box. Um, so that's a good way to get deals on new things that maybe somebody bought and they just didn't end up using. No, that makes sense, too. No, I know. I, I guess the thing that's always gotten me about that is my kid has done that a couple times. Mm -hmm. And then there's this big exchange. You know, they meet in a parking <laughs> lot somewhere and nondescript location. Well, yeah. And it always feels illicit. Like there's some kind of crazy <laughs> under, underbelly of society that's doing this. But it's all on the up and up, right? Perfectly I've always fine. gone to I people's mean, you have to homes. Be careful, but you yeah. know, just don't you know go somewhere alone if you're feeling uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, no, that makes sense. What about Craigslist? I mean, do you feel less inclined to try to use something like that? Is that just too old now? I think it's too old now. Personally, I haven't yeah, been able to find the same it lot, stuff. But it's not very easy to navigate. No, no it's definitely not user friendly. No, I think people have stopped using it too. Like, I really think that Facebook Marketplace has like taken over this type of thing honestly all right so facebook marketplace yeah. big thumbs up what other what other things are on your list yeah so um next up i would say um a lot of people find this concept a little bit strange because they think like oh well if i get a couch it's been used and i don't know like how i feel about that um, but i wouldn't let that deter you so if you can find a sofa, even if it's not in a fabric you like, or if you're just uncomfortable with having fabric that's been used, mm -hmm. um, upholstering can be a really great option and it can still be more cost effective than buying new. 
especially if you're finding brands from manufacturers that are like very high quality. Yes. Um, I know there's a lot of mid-century pieces out there and that style is still very popular. Um, and those pieces are built so well. So if you find something like that, you could get a sofa for like 50 bucks and then recover it in a new fabric and it'll still be faster and more cost effective than sourcing something new. Well, right. And we live in the perfect place for this, too. Like in West Michigan, especially, there's so many beautiful vintage mid-century modern pieces. And yeah, they just need like a little bit of cleaning half the time. I've got a couch that I found at Lost and Found antique store Mm -hmm. in Grand Rapids. It was a steel case sofa. I got it for like an eighth of the price of a new one. They still make this exact one. And all I had to do was steam the fabric and it's brand new again. I love that. I love that. So if I went the uh, reupholstering route, I don't know that we've talked a whole lot about that on the show. Have you, You've done that, Laura, and I'm assuming you've had this done yeah. for you. What is the process? I mean, just thumbnail sketch it for us. How long does something like that take? I'm sure it varies, but... Yeah, so you you need to find, you know, your fabric source. If you have, a like, there are several local upholsterers. Um, I could maybe give you a link to one that you can include in the show notes. Um, but they often have fabric books that you can look through. And then they'll tell you how much fabric is going to be required based on the sofa that you're going to be redoing. And then okay. they can give you a time frame as well. And right. really, it just depends, you know, how backed up they are. Um, once they actually start, it doesn't take very long. It's usually just a matter of, you know, how many pieces they have in their shop at the time. So that would eliminate the bed bug question that I... Oh, yes. <laughs> interesting. Yeah, I mean, the steamer, though, would yeah. technically kill anything that's there no no i know i with doing this show lauren we dig into all kinds of different topics and uh, i know <laughs> a few weeks ago we talked about diatomaceous earth yes. which is just a, it's an organic powder you can sprinkle around and it will kill bugs and one of the bugs it will kill is bed bugs and that led me to another story of somebody who bought a bunch of used furniture <laughs> and after a oh. year apparently the bugs had hibernated or whatever they do for a fair amount of time and like oh, no. almost a year later, her home was infested. So of course that freaked me out. Oh my gosh! Of course oh, you. And now I've out. said it out loud. Oh my gosh! So yeah, there's people Ooh. burning stuff in their front yard right now. <laughs> All right. So what uh, other things? How many more do you have on your list? I should have pulled it up, and I tried, but I couldn't couldn't find it. How many other yeah, things are on your list, Lauren? Let's see. I think I have three more things on the list. All right. Um, let's get those three on the good? other side of the All break. Right. Can we do that? Yep, let's All right. do it. All right, we're going to take a break. Haley, are you good with that? I'm good with that, Dan. Yeah, I didn't mean to make you a third wheel okay. in this. But Laura and I, we're on a train <laughs> and we're, we're heading somewhere. Catch up. All right, we'll be back with, in the studio and on the phone with Lauren Figueroa, interior designer, talking about finding vintage and used items for your decor and why you might want to and how best to do it. That's all coming up in just a minute. Stay tuned. If you want to take your DIY skills up a rung, the Repco Light Home Improvement Show is here to give you a boost on News Radio Wood 1300 and 1069 FM. And we're back, and Haley and I are on the phone with Lauren Figueroa, interior designer, talking about vintage finds, decor that we would snatch up from all kinds of places. The, the reasons for doing this, Lauren, for anybody who missed last segment, one of them you mentioned was just supply chain issues, right? Absolutely. Yeah. I was mentioning, you know, new furniture is taking six months or a year to come in and with sourcing new and or used and vintage, you can often find stuff 
same day. Yeah, it's yeah. so, a pretty big difference. <laughs> really cool. We talked yep. about Facebook Marketplace is your go-to spot. And you talked about some different things we can do in the search to narrow mm -hmm. it down. So we're getting good results, not just what I got, which was just everything. Everything. Too much. <laughs> and then we talked about, oh, reupholstery. And now, what's what's your next thing on the list? Yeah, perfect. Yep. So another source that I love for vintage decor finds um, would be Etsy. I'm sure you're familiar oh, with yeah. Etsy. Um, and the thing that I like to find on there most um, is vintage rugs. I know this style mm. is very popular right now. Um, and when you source them through Etsy, a lot of times they're coming you know, straight from Turkey. Wow. And they have a huge selection. The prices are amazing. And they're shipping like, you know, within a week, sometimes within days you get them, which I don't even know how that can be. Yeah, but that's amazing. I can attest that it does happen. That's like rug magic. It yeah, is. Literal it is. Flying the styles are so beautiful. Um, there's such a variety, so many colors. Do you have particular places or just Etsy in general? Yes, actually. So I have one in particular that's my favorite. Um, the shop is called Turkish Rug Empire. It's like all one word. So that if you search sense. that on Etsy, you'll find them. Um, and yeah, they just have a huge variety. Um, huh. And the service is really excellent as well. Like you can shoot them messages, ask more questions about particular rugs. If you need more pictures, they're really good at responding. And these wow. are used. They're not new rugs off Etsy that they're like making. These are... Used These ones vintage. are vintage. Okay. Yep. Vintage used rugs. Wow. So, I'm going to have to check this out now. It's going on my list. Yeah. Well, anytime you put Empire after <laughs> a name, <laughs> the Repcolite paints Empire. We should lose Incorporated and change it to Empire. <laughs> I mean, that's the stamp of officialdom. <laughs> officialdom. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. All right. So that's really good. And and we'll put links to all of these in the show notes because Lauren, I'm sure you'll supply them with us, right? Or to Absolutely, us. Absolutely. For sure. Keep them to yourself. So we'll share them with our <laughs> listeners. What's next on the list? Yeah. So next up um, would be a tip, which is don't be afraid of, um, you know, out of style colors mm. or um, like finishes, especially on things like case goods, which would be things like your dressers or your desks, um, or even things like tables, because those are really easy to update with a quick coat of paint or a new hardware. And there's even people locally who, if you find a really cool piece that looks just a little run down, um, you could have it reworked by them. Well, we like that one. Yeah. Well, Lauren, I like <laughs> Any them. Any type of repainting. <laughs> I like them yeah. all, Lauren, just so you know, Haley. Haley's only picking and choosing here. Hey, just slip that one in. <laughs> no, that, that's, that's such a good idea. I mean, and that's what we've talked about on the show, these cool things that we found. Absolutely. And yeah, they're not in the best shape sometimes, as long as they're solid and sturdy. Which is, I mean, what you're getting, too, most of the time when you're finding these, you know, vintage pieces, they were made out of hardwoods, solid wood. Mm -hmm. And they're brilliant when you refinish them. Yeah. Very, very cool. Absolutely. Last one on your list, Lauren, if I've done the math last right. Last one. Yep, you got it. So my last one is to not underestimate a good old-fashioned thrift store. Mm. Um, so um, places like, you know, Goodwill, New to You, Salvation Army. Um, my tip for you here is to focus in on the, uh, like, home sections so things um like pottery um the artwork sections um i always love to check for any you know cool unique vessels that i could use for things like house plants 
Um, and then always make sure to flip through the art section because a lot of times, yes. even if the actual art within the frame isn't your style, the frame could be something that you could use to put your own piece or photos in um, or even repaint. And those things can be really expensive if you buy new. So that's a great way to find it at a cost. Yeah. For, I love that tip. Cost. Yeah, that one's really good. And I think it's very interesting because I love all the antique malls and stuff like that. You know, mm -hmm. Haley, we've talked about that. There's tons of places you can go and find really interesting stuff. And as long as you're shopping smart, you can find it at good prices. Sometimes you find it where it's more than what you want to pay, of course. Well, all that always happens. But I have noticed, I mean, my daughter has has really shown this to me in an, obnox an obnoxious manner. She has gone <laughs> to all the thrift stores. Mm -hmm. she, she does that. And in my head, I've always thought she's not going to find these amazing, cool things that I'm finding at oh, these I see. antique places. Of course you're competitive about it. <laughs> I am. And of course, she has come home with some ridiculously cool stuff that she has paid almost nothing for. Yeah. And in fact, my mom yeah. this weekend starts texting me all these pictures from... Uh, uh, just a Holland uh, good uh, thrift store kind of a thing. And she's walking around and really drove me nuts because I didn't want to be spending money. Mm -hmm. And now she's sending me pictures of this full-size bed that was the coolest antique bed I have ever seen. Frame oh, cool. and oh, all wow. of that. I mean, it was just immaculate. And for a very reasonable amount of money, we went down, my daughter and I went and looked and found all kinds of stuff in there that, yeah, I was surprised to find in a place like that. I was expecting more you know, avocado refrigerators and stuff like that <laughs> lined up. Plenty of good stuff. Don't don't look past those. And in fact, the art, I see, I've seen a very interesting, I don't know, it's not a trend. It's particularly a handful of artist people. Mm -hmm. I'm using air quotes, air quotes. with artists because Haley's an artist and I don't want to offend <laughs> Haley. But um, these people have found, you know, they go and they buy all this, uh, you know, thrift store artwork, mm -hmm. which has sometimes a look. Sure. You know, yeah. sometimes you can get really lucky, but a lot of the times it's a certain look. Yeah. And then what this particular one that I saw does is he puts, um, what's it called? SpongeBob in there. So he paints a picture of SpongeBob <laughs> oh into gosh. the settings. And that's kind of hilarious. It is very funny. So <laughs> even if you don't find something that's particularly amazing, you might say, find something really fun that you could do down the road. <laughs> I like it. I did not know where we you're gonna go with that. No. I could have never guessed. <laughs> no, I tend to wander and, and all of that. Lauren, what you know, we've got maybe a couple minutes left. Any really cool finds, you know, something that you're really proud about? You know, when we catch oh fish, we God. want to share that. Anything awesome that I you have found? So many things in my house that I am so excited about. Um but I guess I would just point, so like the pictures that you will see in the article with the magazine, I think they're mm -hmm. mo mostly pictures of our guest room. And I'm really proud of this room because really everything in that space, aside from maybe like the bedding, was sure. something I found new or used via marketplace or just thrift store. Um, so I get most excited when I'm like, wow, look, I could do a whole room using all of these used pieces. For yeah, that's really satisfying. It's so much fun. I know my kids, that's really, we've gotten into that a lot. We go around, we find all this stuff. And I'm not looking largely for furniture. I, I'm really looking for decor type items. And my daughter has said that when I go, like like officially go, mm -hmm. move on to the next mm -hmm. stage or whatever comes <laughs> next, she said there's going to be a war between all the kids over the stuff that I've collected. She's oh, already, my gosh. Yeah, she's already going through the house putting her name on things. Oh my God. <laughs> I know it's a little, little. It's a little morbid. Grim, morbid. Yeah. <laughs> but I feel so 
complimented. Oh, they say okay. that my, my sure. taste and the things that we've acquired, because these are so many of them are one of a kind kind of strange things. Yeah. I, I've, it's just been so much fun. You mentioned that at the very beginning, and I guess I wanted to get back to that at the end. It's just the search can be yes. almost as much fun, sometimes more fun than the actual thing you found. And when you love the thing that you found, like you're talking about your guest room, and then the search was fun. I mean, the whole experience is 10 times better. Well, yeah, it's an experience. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely cool. So, Lauren, uh, the article is in the Grand Rapids Magazine, right? The September-October issue? Yes, you got it. And our listeners can go check that out. And if they want to go to your website and get more information, if they want to reach out to you, because you'll help them put their whole home together. You'll do design in a day. We talked about that a couple of weeks ago that that aired. If they want to get in touch with you, what's the best way? Yeah, so our website is lfdesigns.co. And that's actually our handle on Instagram and Facebook as well. Perfect. All right. Lauren Figueroa, thanks so much for talking with us today. Yeah, it was so much fun. Thanks for having me. All right. We're going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to give you the names of all of our winners for our big contest. That's just ahead. Stay tuned. If you want to take your DIY skills up a rung, the Repco Light Home Improvement Show is here to give you a boost on News Radio Wood 1300 and 1069 FM. Well, Haley, we're back and we've got all kinds of stuff to cover. It's going to take a miracle to make this happen. Tons of stuff. Cram it into a five pound bag. First off, let's start with the mercantile market, the found cottage mercantile market, because it ties so nicely in with. Everything Lauren talked about in the last couple segments. Right. Finding some vintage furniture or home goods. This is a perfect place for that this weekend. The Mercantile Market. It's a big flea market, essentially. A bunch of really great vendors come out to the Ottawa County Fairgrounds. Set up for a couple days. It's It happened yesterday was the start of it. And today. And today from 9 a.m. until 4 p.m. They've got food trucks there. It's definitely don't want to miss that. It's a $5 ticket? Yes, $5. And you were there before? I went last year, and I loved it. All right. So Haley approved, and Ottawa County Fairgrounds. Yep. Find more information. At Found Cottage. With the Googling. Yes. Or the the Found Cottage. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Another thing. Funny enough, last week- we talked about something that we thought was really interesting, really unique. We thought we were really out there, right? We talked about cyanotypes and told how a lot of people don't know what this is and told you why it's so cool and why you need to do it. Mm-hmm. I get home that day and I realize, oh, Frederick Meyer Gardens hosting us a workshop for yeah. teens on cyanotypes. And if you're interested in that, you should definitely check it out. You can find more information at... Fred well, Meyer Gardens you website. You could do the Googling again. Yes. <laughs> Google works for so many things. Anyway, I think it's $45 for non-members. If right. you're a member there, it's a $35 entry fee. Yeah. But you probably get a lot of supplies. Really cool. Really cool stuff. We talked about it, and now the world is responding. Already, yeah. Already. It's like it's, instant. It's that quick. <laughs> All right. So we got that out of the way. Now let's get to really the business at hand, and that's the contest that we've been hyping for Mm -hmm. a week or so. And as we've been saying, we've got 10 different winners that we've selected now from all of the people who responded. Yes, people that submitted telling us what their next project is. 
We picked 10 of them. 10 of them. It was very difficult. We did a lot of randomizing and things like that. Yeah, we've got a, num- or a random number generator. Yeah, and yeah. we landed with 10 winners. Each of these winners is going to win $150 worth of Benjamin Moore paint. All right? So that's really cool. They're going to get a gift certificate for their paint next week sometime. We'll connect with them. All of that, blah, blah, blah. And that will launch the next stage of the contest in which these 10 winners, this is not a joke, will compete. This is not a joke. Because it sounds like it is. (laughs) And I know I tend to do that. This is all true. Everything I'm saying. These 10 winners will now compete head to head. Yeah. On a deserted island. No. That part's a joke. No, no, no. I couldn't resist. I I so wanted. I knew you were going to go there. I just really wanted to. I wanted to have like an exotic setting where they compete. We vote people off. Right. Yeah. But we're not going to do that. not that. So they're going to compete against each other. For a grand prize of a thousand dollars towards a home service, right? And we've connected with a lot of the different experts from around the area, local experts who have been on our show in the past, right? And they are offering their services. We'll have a full list coming up in a little bit that we'll get to. Yeah, you know the people who win. Lauren Figueroa, though, that we just talked to, she is one of the people on the list. Yeah, so you could win if you chose, if you won, mm-hmm. if you're one of the ten people, and you're the winner. We'll tell how all that works in a minute. If you win that grand prize, you could choose to get $1,000 worth of design and consulting from Lauren Figueroa. Dean Veltman, he's a painting contractor who's been on multiple times. He's also donating professional painting services, $1,000 worth of that. Repcolite will have $1,000 worth of paint. If you just haven't gotten your fill for paint, (laughs) we can help. We'll get you more. And there's more. Yes. Okay, so a lot of that. You'll have a choice. You'll get what you need for your home. But how they win that grand prize is the really fun part, I think. Yeah. They are going to have six weeks to complete the project that they told us about in the comment or email, however they submitted. Mm-hmm. And at the end of that six weeks, they're going to have to give us a before and after picture. Make sure you take the before picture. Yeah, take it right now. If yes. you find your name is drawn, snap those before pictures right away so you've got them. It's really easy to forget. I always forget. And if you move past it, we won't have anything to nope. to show people. So they're going to take that before and after picture. They've got mm-hmm. six weeks to do that. And then they've got to get the, that set of pictures to us. We will then post both, set, you know, the full set, the before and the after. Yes. And we'll open it up for voting. And all of you, everybody out there and everybody out there's friends <laughs> or even people you kind of just like, you can send them to this website that will give you all of that will come later and they vote. All right. And the winning picture, the one that gets the most votes, is going to be the one that wins the grand prize. Right. Now, the really cool thing, or one of the really cool things, is that three of the voters are also going to be winners of $150 worth of Benjamin Moore paint. So even if your name is not called in the next few minutes here. There's still hope. There's still hope for you. (laughs) All right. We will have all of that information as it comes out. Like I said, they've got six weeks to work on it. We'll be interviewing some of these companies who are offering prize packages. Right. And talking to them about it. And I think we're going to need those pictures by October 22, yep. 21. 21. We're going to we announce them. it, you know, the start of the voting on October 22 on that week's show. And then on October on October 29, it's so many words, so many <laughs> syllables, so many things to say. On October 29, we'll announce the grand prize winner based on the votes. All yep. right. All of that info will be forthcoming, you know, with a lot more detail. Right now... Let's get to the actual winners, right? Yes. That's the important thing. 
And we don't really have a specific order. We'll just give you their names, and I'll promise you right off the bat, I'm We're going gonna to butcher, them. butcher some of these <laughs> names. So I apologize on behalf of Repcolite and everybody involved. You know, we don't want to hurt anybody's feelings, but we're going to. All right. Rich Tanelshoff. Tanelshoff. Yeah. Rich Tanelshoff. You are one of the winners for the $150 worth of Benjamin Moore paint. And yes. it's funny. Rich uh, sent us an email that said his wife has been trying to get him to paint the kitchen cabinets for years now. And he has resisted uh-huh. stalwartly. And finally, he's caved in. And this is going to push you way over the top. Now, Rich, yeah, now you're going to have to do it. Got the paint, and you've got six weeks to paint those cabinets. <laughs> yeah, so Rich Tanelshoff, Rachel Thompson, you're our second winner. Rachel's got a new home. She wants to personalize it, and I believe she's starting in the bathroom. Yes, start with the bathrooms, go from there. I actually did the same thing. It's yeah. funny. Well, there you go. Haley approved, Rachel. So <laughs> those are the first two. Ashley Joven Sloten. Ashley's painting a mural in the nursery, mountains. Yeah, like a mountainscape. We've got a really similar mural in our Plainfield store. Abby there did that mural. And yeah, Ashley, if you want some tips. Yeah, head to Plainfield. They've got they've got some answers for you. Mm-hmm. So there's the top three. Or not top three. Those are three. I should say that. <laughs> no <laughs> No order. particular order. <laughs> top three. <laughs> no, that's just three. Jason Boomsma. He's doing a 1970s brick fireplace and fixing up the basement. And I think it's, it's like kind your of project. right. I did the fireplace. It's yeah. a huge improvement. So, you know, it's Dan approved. So Jason's on. You know, he's got a big thumbs up for that. But I think it's really funny that in the basement they're painting over a mural. Yes. So Ashley's putting on a mural. Mm-hmm. Jason's painting over a mural that's been up for a while. Yeah. So his wife had a nursery or a daycare yeah. down there, and now they're painting over it. So so there's four Kelsey Ambrose. She's finishing up a basement space. They've got a new baby. Yeah, small small house. house. They need more room. All right. So those are the easy ones. Now it gets real. Diane Omager. Oh, that was the best I have ever done on that one. Yeah, that actually sounded coherent. Yeah, Yeah, I wish you could have heard the practices. It was just garbled. So Diane Omager. A-U-M-A-U-G-H-E-R. Oh, So sorry, Diane. Yeah. (laughs) Diane has a son who's just turned 13, and he's had the same exact room since he was three. It's time for an update. Yep. And now she's got the paint to do it. Katie Yeager or Jagger? We had a debate. We weren't sure. So I decided to say both. Yeah. You're doing a shed and a fence. (laughs) And this was your choice. It's not like I'm assigning. (laughs) Here's what you're doing. The address is my address, and we'll be fixing those things <laughs> yeah, up. Yeah, you need to do that, too. Should be doing that. So Katie Jager or Jaeger, Court Ziegler. Court has a new baby in the house. Yeah, wants and... to repaint the living room and dining room area. Yeah, so that's really cool. Leah Marie, bass or bass? I think bass. Okay, I was leaning towards bass. Probably not. Bass made some, yeah. Well, I guess I shouldn't. I... Either way, it's wonderful. <laughs> oh <my gosh. laughs> See, I just keep digging, uh, and it just gets worse. She's going to make a kid's playroom. And it's going to be spectacular. Yes. And the last name, drumroll, Lana Denharder. She's doing mudrooms, lockers, and a hallway. Mudroom, lockers, and a hallway. Yeah, yeah that's what I just said. No. Maybe I slurred it? No. Yeah, we'll go to the tape later and find <laughs> out who was right. Mudrooms, lockers, and a hallway. Lana Denharder, Leah Marie Bass, Court Ziegler, Katie Yeager, Diane Omager, Kelsey Ambrose, Jason Boomsma, Ashley Joven, Sloten, Rachel Thompson, and Rich Tanelshoff. 
All of them are winners. We will be contacting you shortly to get you all that information. Very all right, exciting. that's all the time we've got. We're going to have to wrap it up. If you want to catch this one again, you can find it online at repolite.com. I'm Dan Hansen. And I'm Haley Johnson. Thanks for listening.